Hey guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please support this podcast by going to talkmurder.com slash join and becoming a Talko Supremo. A famous musician once sang, Hello Kitty, Hello Kitty, you're so pretty, pretty. Don't go, Kitty, Kitty, stay with me. Now, those lyrics may make for great TikTok videos, but they also help to mask Hello Kitty's darker secret. One so vile and appalling that it is nearly unbelievable. But terrifying as the details may be, the scenes that unfolded in one apartment, March 1999, are 100% for real. Okay, enough pussyfooting around. Let's start this episode. Kawaii! So tonight, the hint was Hello Kitty. Yes. And so we made Hello Kitty cocktails with a slight twist because... We've been out of vodka for quite some time now, and we really need to stock up. Um, so, nipatati, we're going to need some some vodka. But we do still have plenty of gin. Thank you for that, nipatati. Yes. This episode is brought to you by nipatati. Yes. Did you know that Hello Kitty is supposed to be a girl, not like a cat? You mean like a not a female cat? No, like a child, a female child. A human yeah, uh, he- <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Yes, yes, a human child. A I read that somewhere. A, hom- a homo sapien. <laughs> Are you sure? I read that somewhere. Yeah, I think sh- I don't agree with it. That's just something that I read. Somewhere. Okay. Oh, so that might not be true. That'd be really weird if Hello Kitty is supposed to be a human being. Like she's supposed to be. I don't know. I don't get it. A human being in a in a cat suit. So Hello. Kitty seems like it's something that my niece over in Japan would like now. Yeah. Isn't it really big there? I don't know. I'm not, I don't live in Japan. But I feel like it's a it's really big in Asian countries. Oh, yeah. Like anime yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't know. I never got into that either. I'm more of a hentai fan myself. Isn't that, Isn't that like porn? Anime porn. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess the answer to that is yes. Yes, I am. And hentai? Is that what it's called? You know what else I learned? Hmm. That grenadine, which is one of the ingredients in our drink tonight, is not cherry flavored. It's not? No, it's pomegranate flavored. What? Yeah, mind blown, right? That's also something that I don't necessarily agree with. But (laughs) that's what it said when I was looking up the drink. I don't agree with this. Because don't you put cherries in your Shirley Temple? Shirley Temple, and yes. you can also just use the cherry juice. Well, yeah, if you want to make a mock version that's not as good as using the roses grenadine, that which oh, is I like, think it's just as good. Well, just yeah, sugary and delicious. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, it's not the same. So tonight's drink, as I mentioned before, because we were out of vodka, subbed for some nipatati gin is gin, grenadine, and lemonade for the Hello Kitty cocktail. It's quite delicious. I like it. Nicole, so the hint is Hello Kitty, so where are we going? Who are we killing tonight? Well, I think we're going to Japan. We have done a number of Japan stories, so I'm wondering if we're going back there because of the Hello Kitty thing. And I think that in this story, a killer uses a Hello Kitty 
doll or like fan obsession to lure children for hentai movies into oh no for into like his creepy <laughs> van that took a dark turn <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> sorry <laughs> so and i think we're going to recent times because i don't know when hello kitty started so i think we're going to like 2008 i originally also thought that this was going to be occurring in japan but now i'm changing my guess because i feel like it and i think we're gonna go to london and mm. it is a teen killer who is obsessed with Hello Kitty, amongst other anime characters. Mm. Surprise shots! Surprise shots! We don't know what they are, because they're a surprise. Meow, meow! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Me either. Me neither, shit. <laughs> I felt like I had to keep going with the pink theme. Just yeah. why I need more coffee. It's not coffee. There's no coffee. Oh. But I do wonder why Bailey's is not a refrigerated item. Let's start off tonight's story with a question for our third place Geography B winner. Ooh. Yay. Nicole LaPouze. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So we are going out of America tonight. Uh-huh. I'm going to ask you a question about this country, and you get one guess. Okay. For our third place Geography B winner, this country is the largest exporter of the coronavirus, COVID-19. Go ahead. China? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit damn that was a close one <laughs> and we're going to fucking china this is our first china everybody, yeah. right? everybody put their damn mask on let's go let's do it them assholes over there be eating bats and killing us all i got a mask the other day my um one someone i work with made one. Oh, that's nice yeah, she gave it to me it was really nice all right tonight is the first time in talk murder to me history we're going to china China. Okay. <laughs> we're going down to China <laughs> and we're going to solve this COVID-19 stuff tonight. This story has nothing to do with COVID-19, so don't worry about it. We're actually going to an island that's owned by China. Oh, do you know what that is, Nicole? Hong Kong? Hong Kong! Booyah! I've been watching a lot of Bruce Lee documentaries lately. <laughs> Holy shit, that guy's really? amazing. He yes. was. What have you been watching this? Oh, YouTube, man, like crazy. Yeah, I know, but when? All day <laughs> when I'm on coffee. What we're talking about tonight is the Hello Kitty murder. Go to talkmer.com because you definitely want to see these photos. But I definitely wanted to do a Chinese story because I want to compare both Japanese and Chinese. Because we do quite a bit of Japanese stories on here and they're usually very gruesome. There's been quite a few fucked up things from Japan. Yeah. I do still love uh, the geisha. The penis in her pocket, man. It was great. Yeah. It was good shit. So for tonight's question, I really want to know which one you think is worse, China or Japan, as far as their gruesomeness. Because these Asian countries, holy shit, dude. I mean, I don't know. We, I mean, you would never see this stuff over here, ever. And I believe that's why they have such a horror movie presence you know all the good horror movies come from japan the ring 
like that all was a those, Japanese yeah, story originally. All those, yeah, mm-hmm. all those like that just was fucking scary. Freaking those creepy ass Japanese. The like grudge. a lot of the the grudge. Yeah, uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, video games that are super scary come from there too. That's the noise from the grudge. I know. Thanks, Jen. Uh, Stop. All right, tonight we're going May 1999. We're going to Hong Kong. Hong Kong is an island. And Nicole, what nation actually owned Hong Kong before giving it back to China? The UK. There you go. Wow. Very good. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. So in 1997... Britain actually gives Hong Kong back to China. In fact, Margaret Thatcher Mm. asked in 1984, quote, why do we have to give it back? Because Mm. that was the 99 year agreement with China that they made during the Opium Wars. And I don't really know much about that, but I will say it does come to play in tonight's story because at this time, and remember we're in 1999, It's only been two years since Hong Kong was out of the control of the British Empire. Mm -hmm. So that means there's anarchy and violence everywhere. Hong Kong was a very violent place during the 90s. And that's going to come into play. That's why I'm telling you that now. So May 1999 in Hong Kong, the Simsha Su police station. And if you're new here... I have a problem with pronouncing things. Even English words I have problems with. So I'm going to fuck everyone's name up tonight. This girl arrives there and she has quite a story to tell. Now, we don't know her real name because she's 13 in this photo right here. But the media calls her Ah Fong. Like Ah, like Mm A-H Fong. Like Pong with an F. She enters the Sim Shi Su police station in Hong Kong and she tells police this story. She says, for the past several nights, I have been haunted by a deceased woman, a spirit, a ghost, a specter, whatever you want to call it. Juan, the ring, the grudge. She's been floating around my room, getting in my nightmares and all of this other stuff that Chinese people are scared of. She's <laughs> reporting a ghost? A she's phantasm? Re- she's reporting a haunting in her house. There's a ghost oh, that is haunting her. And Jen is not pleased with this story right now. <laughs> well, no, I believe to- her so far. Jen, I'm going to break it to you. Ghosts aren't real. <laughs> I respectfully disagree with you. Because I have been a victim to ghosts and a witness to ghosts. Both victim and witness. A victimess, uh, if you will. Most people would just call that apophenia. You just like to use big words. And you don't have to believe me. <laughs> but I know what happened, okay? The police didn't believe her at all. Now, this girl... Now, we don't know her real name. What was her name? Fucking... <laughs> ah, Fung. They don't believe her at all. In fact, they look at her history and she's got... At 13, not a good background. She ran away from home the previous year. She's a known drug user, and she's in a Chinese triad. Now, I'm going to talk about triads in a little bit, but triad, 
basically means organized crime. So triad in America means mafia. There you go. Organized crime is mafia. You guys are catching on. So a triad is like a mafia over there. She is actually associated with a Chinese triad. Now, this is a really big part of the story, how she tells this to police. But I can't really describe it to you because it's not really publicized. Hmm. But you got to put yourself in her shoes. She runs into this police station sweating and screaming, and she's had enough. This ghost has been haunting her. And she is on her last wit's end. And I believe that she actually believes that. The police ask her, well, who is it? Like, who is this this woman? And she says, it's this girl right here. This is 23-year-old Fan Man Yi. I'm going to call her Fan, like a ceiling fan, from now on. This is the victim of tonight's story. She's recently deceased. She was a dancer, a waitress, a Heavy, heavy drug addict and a prostitute. Not only that, but for the past month, yes, 30 days, for the past 30 days, this 13-year-old has taken part in a brutal 30-day torture session. Oh, no. Until this woman died. And it's pretty gruesome. So you see the 13-year-old's picture right here. Look how distressed she looks. She really believes that this woman is haunting her. So this 13-year-old girl took part in this torture session for a month straight. And this lady that you're seeing right here, Fan Man Yi, died at the end of the month. And then they got rid of the body. Then after that, the spirit of the deceased 23-year-old Fan Man Yi started to haunt this 13-year-old girl. To the point where she was so distressed, as you can see here from the photo right there, that she runs into the hmm. police station and admits everything that's happened. Could have been her subconscious versus a well, ghost. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, well, yeah, there's no such thing as ghosts. Come on, guys. But how could a 13-year-old girl overpower a... 23-year-old woman. She's part of the triad. Ah. Uh. Now, the police still didn't believe her at all. So they're like, you know what? Whatever. Let's go to the apartment that you say that this is happening, and let's check for ourselves. The apartment is on Granville Road in Kowloon, K-A-W-L-O-O-N. Now, this part, Kowloon, during the 90s, was a place you would not want to spend your Sunday evenings. It was infested with gang members out there. So this apartment building was right there. The apartment was on Granville Road, apartment number 31. It was a five-bedroom apartment. Now, what you're looking at right here is the actual apartment. But I want to say it's no longer there because after what I'm going to tell you took place, they tore this down. The murder that happened here drove everyone out of the city. Hmm, really? Because over there, they really believe in spirits and ghosts and all this stuff. Wow. Like, really believe. Well, so they don't I can want see to why. be even on the same street. In fact, the apartments adjacent were emptied out. Shit. Everyone left. They're like, screw this, I'm gone. They ended up tearing this place down. They rebuilt a hotel, and guess who stays there? Dumb Americans. That's how they make their money there. It's the only place they can put it. 
is right there because no local would ever even come on this street anymore after what I'm going to tell you happened tonight. Wow. That's Do they crazy. advertise it as a murder hotel? I bet you they don't even, they don't say anything. Did I tell you guys how I almost stayed at a murder hotel once? Mm-hmm. All right. So the apartment belonged to a 34-year-old named Chan Man Locke. And I'm going to call him Chan from now on. There's also two other guys, and I'll pronounce their names later, but I'm going to call them Guy 1 and Guy 2, you know, for simplicity's sake. Now, Chan was a drug lord, a 34-year-old drug lord and a leader in one of the triads. So how did this guy Chan meet this girl named Fan? Chan and Fan. What do gangsters and drug lords do on their time off? Spend money on prostitutes. Spend money on prostitutes. And guess who's a prostitute? Chan. No, Fan's a prostitute. Uh (laughs) 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 This is Fan. Now, in 1996, she actually gets married, but the guy is a total drug head, just like she is. They actually have a child, and he actually testifies in court that she wasn't taking drugs at the time, which is going to be really, really important. The but, child does, or Chan does, or the husband does? So I couldn't find the husband's name. This is not Chan. It's a different guy. But you're looking at a photo of Fan and her son. This is right before the murder. So she is a mother. Now, in 1997, Chan, the drug lord, meets Fan at a romance villa. It sounds really romantic. It's actually a nasty brothel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classy. And at the time, remember, she's newly married, but I mean, she's got this drug habit. And not just drug habit. She's addicted to ice. And not like the ice in your drink. Like meth? Like meth. So mm. it... Ice and I saw that recently. One of our Supremos posted something with a, a guy in a Porsche and a truck driver killing four cops. Oh, anyway, yeah. the truck driver was on ice, and it's a form of methamphetamine. Hmm. Isn't ice like a really pure form of meth? Don't know. Now remember, Chan is a drug lord. He's got plenty of money, so he pays her for sex all the time, and in fact. He starts paying her for these long sex sessions. They get together, they just bone it out, and they do ice. They ice bone for days. They're ice boning. Okay, they're doing ice, they're boning, and he's paying for all this stuff. And that became like a thing that she would do for the next two years. Even though she was married and had a kid and all this stuff, she would ice bone with this guy for two years. In March 1999, she made a very fatal decision. Oh. She actually, during one of these ice boning sessions, she steals his wallet without him knowing. Inside of the wallet was $20,000 Hong Kong currency, which is about $2,560.47, roughly, in American currency. So he was pissed. Not only did this prostitute... That he's been ice boning for two years, betray him by stealing his wallet while he was coked out on ice and sleeping, dreaming about dragons or whatever they dream about over there. He also lost his money. And he's a drug lord, so he ain't going to take that shit. Especially from a prostitute. So he threatened her. He said, you better pay me back every penny. So she did. She paid him $10,000 worth. You remember... 
She only stole $2,000 worth, and she paid him over $10,000 worth of her prostitution money. Wow. Oh, yeah. She was hooking it up that night. She busy. Well, he charged a lot of interest now, didn't he? After she paid that amount, he wanted more. He says, your debt is not paid yet. Mm. I'm not happy. Your debt's not paid. We need to figure this out. This is when the drug lord Chan comes up with a plan for Fan. <laughs> what the fuck? This is when Chan You've comes up. You've been dying to say that sentence. <laughs> this is when Chan comes up with his fan plan. <laughs> fan plan, plan, plan. Okay. He says, all right, you know what? What am I doing? What I'm going to do is abduct her, put her in my apartment, and then I'm going to make her go out and work the streets, and I'm going to pimp her out. I'm going to become a pimp. Always wanted to be a pimp. Get the cane, the hat, the purple hat. Got to have feather. The feather, with the fe- yeah. And a rocking suit. Before we go any further in tonight's story, I need to talk about ICE and not the... Immigration control? <laughs> not the Immigration Service, no. So if you want to read this, Nikwees, this is from ChinaUnderground.com. According for former users, when you smoke the drug, you do not feel much of the disorienting rush of other narcotics such as heroin, ecstasy, or cocaine. The first effects are subtle. Energy levels rise. Body strength increases. Conversation flows. Before long, you feel more than sober. You feel razor sharp, super strong, indomitable. You are a king. You are deluded. Your body temperature, heartbeat, and blood pressure have risen to extreme levels. If the room seems brighter and your vision seems more intense, it is because your pupils are dilated and your nervous system is speeding up. If you feel impervious to pain, it is because the drug soaks your brain with the feel-good chemicals, dopamine and serotonin. You are becoming dangerously unbalanced. One user quoted in a Hong Kong government report on the effects of methamphetamine said, When I'm iced, all the normal rules of society slip away. Everything is so simple. I just want sex and violence, and I don't care how I get it. I'm a PlayStation superhero, and the world is my video game. Anyone know where I can get some ice? Because that actually sounds really great. <laughs> sounds like a great time. Well, wow. I'm pretty sure you might be able to find some videos on the black webs, on the, on the, dark, the, dark web, webs? The, the dark web, about how to make your own. Like, I don't want my brain to melt. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. I mean, yeah, drugs are bad. But here's what I heard Nicole read. Um, Energy levels rise. Body strength increases. Conversation flows. You feel more than sober. You feel razor sharp, super strong and indomitable. You are a king. That's all I heard in that statement. So, I mean, (laughs) the only four words you had to hear are you are a king and you would want to do it. So, guys, the reason... Nicole read that is because the whole time that we're going to be talking about what's about to happen, you need to understand that these three guys and this 13-year-old girl were iced out of their mind the entire time. March 17th, 1999 is when he decided he's going to put his plan in action. Now, what's his plan? Do you guys remember? Um, he's going to make her pay more money by being a pimp. 
being a pimp, getting her on the street, making her work, shaking that boots and making him money. March 17th, 1999, he orders two of his triad members, his mafia members, Luing Xingcho and Luing Wailun, which I'm going to just call guy one, guy two from now on. Chan orders them to go grab Fan at her home and take her back to his apartment. Now, this apartment wasn't like the one he slept in and, you know, watched a little bit of hentai in a little bit. This was kind of the drug apartment. This is where you would cut up some dope, like a trap house, like Gucci Mane would be there type of stuff. You know, sell some guns, some drugs, some hentai Stuff like that, you know? So he tells the two members to take her back there, and they do. Even though she's already financially paid him back, he what has he set this new debt as? He doesn't have a a cap. So he's just going to make her make yeah, her he, money. Yeah, he's like, he's more pissed that she stole his wallet, to be honest. Because if it was just about the money, she's paid that a long time ago. Mm. Now it's just, you're going to keep paying me, or I'm going to kill you and your baby type of shit Mm. the apartment is not what you think a drug lord's apartment would look like drug lord you'd see like a cigar humidifier you know a bar one of those nice bars with a liquor there the liquor cabinet liquor cabinet you'd see like a ak-47 a tommy gun a desk a desk Yes, a desk and some chairs. Yeah, okay. A nice carpet. Yes, okay. But in a window with a view, too. Yes. But in this apartment, it's all Hello Kitty. Everything. Oh, no. There's Hello Kitty shower curtain. The utensils are Hello Kitty. No. The bathroom, the toilet seat is Hello Kitty. The The toilet seat? The toilet seat is Hello Kitty, yeah. It's pink as shit in that motherfucker. And I don't know much about Hello Kitty, but there's a lot of meowing going on in there. Well, that's a deal breaker for me. I mean, everything. The toilet paper is Hello Kitty. Everything is Hello Kitty. Bath towels, dish towels, the soap is Hello Kitty. I don't get the obsession. The fork is Hello Kitty. And this guy is a prominent drug lord. Hey, he likes his kitty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, They bring her into the apartment, and they start beating the shit out of her. Okay, now, what does this do to their potential business opportunity? It decreases it because you can't... She ain't pretty. No one's gonna... She ain't pretty. She got bruised up a little bit. She got beaten a little bit. Missing some teeth. Missing some teeth. Before this, if you read the police reports, which I did because I can read Chinese, they pictured her as an Asian Laura Croft... You know, Laura Croft. Whoa, yeah, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Which I was, like, Jolie. I was like the first one in middle school to actually have that game. After they beat her to a pulp and realized that they can't make any money with her, they decided to have a little fun. What they did was take her shoes off. They got those plastic straws like you get at any fast food restaurant. You know, you get a Diet Coke in the straw that's coming out. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch of those things, and they take her shoes off, pick up one of her legs, and one of them stands over top of the sole, so the bottom of the feet, and they start lighting the straw on fire. Now, what this does is melts the plastic until it drips, 
And then that molten plastic drops on her sole of her foot. Oh, no, that's so sensitive. Over and over and, and it, over and over and over again until blisters start forming. So they kept doing this. Now, remember, they're on ice, so they're like super concentrated. And they're just <laughs> doing this for hours to her feet. We're talking the ticklish part of your foot, aren't you? Not yeah. the part that's been all... Well, the, the, the bottom of your foot. That's rough. The Not the callus part, the no, soft like part. No, like the middle part. Yeah, the middle yeah, part. The middle part, the part that you want to kick I mean, the, like, your uh, pedicurist in the face when she scrubs it. During this time, they also continue to kick and beat her. Now, the 13-year-old girl is there also. She's there through the majority of all of this, okay? She does participate in all of this as well. It has to be traumatizing for her, though. I know she's volunteering voluntarily there, but like as a 13-year-old... No wonder she's all spooked after the fact. I mean, she's 13 and she's witnessing this horrific event. All right. If you want to read this, this is from the 13-year-old girl right here. This is what she tells the courtroom. They beat her all the time. They beat her when they're bored. They beat her for laughs. Now, after they get bored with the straws on the soles of the feet, they look at the blisters that have already formed and they just take an open flame and Ah! just started poking at them blisters. The bottom of the feet. So next comes the chili oil. Do you know what chili oil yeah. is? Yeah, we have some chili oil. So it's basically I vegetable use it for my oil. Guy. It's vegetable oil mixed with different extracts of chili. Did you say you got it from your guy? No, I said I use it for my tum gum guy. What is tum gum guy? Oh, is it that is the fish a, soup? It's a Thai soup. Yeah. All right. So you know what it is, Nicole? Yeah. Now, what would it feel like if you poured that into your eyeballs? Shit. <gasps> <laughs> 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 Oh, you look like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So is the little the thirteen? Where is the? She's participating. All right. I'm sorry. I, I forgot to mention participating. I forgot you may to have mention said this. It. I'm sorry. No, I'm a little tipsy. No, you're right. I forgot to mention this. The 13 year old girl is actually dating the 34 year old Chan. <gasps> Oh, this yeah. is like R. Kelly up in here. So she actually got involved with this triad and she's dating. I mean, she's ice boning and everything, you know, this guy. And he's 34. She's 13. Mm. Is that legal over there? I, I mean, would assume it, no. Anything's legal, Jen. Look at the shit they're doing to this girl. No, that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> now, after the first day, they need to go to bed because they've been doing ice all day and They've been playing video games and torturing this woman, so they're going to get some sleep. So every night before they go to bed, they string her up by her feet and hang her from a hook that's attached to the ceiling of the apartment. What? And she just hangs there all night like a bat. Upside down? Upside down, like a Wuhan wet market bat. You killed everyone. <laughs> what the fuck are you want me to be nice to you? So when they would wake up in the morning, they would grab these iron bars and start just whacking her. Mm. Whack, whack, whack. And also they used a water pipe, you know, kind of like the pipe that's in your bathtub, mm-hmm. you know, or a water pipe in an old apartment. Mm-hmm. It was detached. And they're like, whoa, this is a detached water pipe. And they just started hitting her with it. Over and over and over. Now, the whole time she was going in and out of consciousness. And what do they do when she's out of consciousness? Because it's not fun unless she's alive. It's not fun unless she's 
suffering. Can feel the pain, yeah. So when she passes out and goes out of consciousness, they just go and play video games until she kind of, ugh, what's going on, wakes back up. Then they go and torture her some more until she passes back out. Then they go play some video games. And so the 13-year-old is partaking in the torture. Yeah, she's partaking it. Got it. Next comes the oyster sauce. Oyster sauce? Mm Mm-hmm. That goes straight into the eyes. Mm. Next comes the auto oil. That goes straight into her esophagus because they make her drink it. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Now, they're also making her smile and laugh during this. It was a game they played. If she didn't pretend to be happy, they would beat her harder. They told her to smile while they burnt her. It was a fun atmosphere. Going on day 15, because it was a month of this stuff. She's in and out of consciousness. They're playing video games. They're doing ice. All this shit. They get really bored. They're doing all their beating her and all this stuff. It's like not fun anymore. Oh, you know what? I got to take a piss. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. So open your mouth. Oh, God. It is like R. Kelly. (laughs) Golden showers. (laughs) Shit. They, They all sit around her while she's chained up on the floor and they urinate in her face and inside of her mouth. Now, if she spits it out, because she did that a few times, she's like, oh, 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 God, it's warm and salty. They would beat the shit out of her. And the next time she knows to hold it into her mouth until they tell her it's okay to swallow it. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the whole time that I've been talking and this is going on day 15, day 16, I hadn't said anything about them feeding her. Mm. So she's not eating. She's not drinking water. So she's hungry. Mm. So at one point she starts begging for food. So this is where the 13-year-old comes in, takes it up a notch. She takes a shoebox that is just in the apartment and she defecates in it. Mm -mm. So she takes the poopy doodles and then she forces Fan to eat the doo-doo. Why are y'all looking down? Because it's too hard. Like, that's that's terrible. This is the kitchen right here. If you want to describe what you're seeing. That's a mess. Yeah. Trashed. Total disaster. That's this worse is, than my room. Go to talkmore.com to see these evidence photos. Um, what do you notice on this one? Trash. Oh, right here. What's all this? Feces. Well, there's blood. All blood. Over the floor. So this is where she was hanging from the ceiling. Oh, my God. So she was hanging the entire time? Yeah, and they would beat her with these pipes. You see these iron like, pipes how did right her, here? I'm not trying to be facetious. Like, how did her head not, like, explode? Like, with all the blood all rushing the blood. to your head? Justice Peter Wen said, Never in Hong Kong in recent years has a court heard of such cruelty, depravity, callousness, brutality, violence, and viciousness. So all four of them go out for a few nights and leave her on the bathroom floor. And on April 15th, they come back and that's when they find her where they left her on the bathroom floor. Still hasn't eaten anything or whatever. So I don't know what they expect. When they went to check on her, they saw she wasn't breathing and her skin was cold to the touch. She was dead. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, they literally just left her on the bathroom floor I mean, in the shape that she was in, (laughs) obviously, like, what's the outcome of that? 
so Chan, the leader of all this, sees that she's deceased and tells the group, quote, now she must be destroyed. Wow. End, end quote. So already more than what they've done to her. Yeah. Well, now what he they means is kill her. No, what? No, she's, she's dead. dead. Oh, she's dead at this point. What he means is they got to get rid of the body. Oh, and at this time, coincidentally, the police actually were downstairs on the second floor investigating a rape case that's unrelated. Mm. Okay, uh, but if you're on ice, you know, which some of our listeners know, <laughs> then you get paranoid. If the police are downstairs, you sure. think they're coming for you. Right? I mean, I'd be paranoid if I wasn't on ice Yeah, in that situation. That's like when you're driving and you see a cop behind you and it's like, oh shit, it's a cop. And you start driving like 25 and a 50. Yeah, like every time like I'm driving and I'm, you know, obviously on ice and I see a cop get behind me, I'm like, fuck. I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is making me want to watch Live PD. Honestly. Yeah, right. <laughs> we haven't watched that in a while. I think it's time to bring it back. So for the next ten hours, they decide to cut up the body in the bathtub. And where else would you cut it up? It's a perfect spot. Naturally, mm. there was a wood saw in the apartment. That's what Chan uses. Now he's going to concentrate on the head. First thing he's got to do is take the head off after they put it in the bathtub. So he's sawing the head. <laughs> Oh, shit, there's a lot of attendance right here. He saw on the head. Now, the other two, the two guys, because the 13-year-old is in the corner crying and shaking like a little bitch. (laughs) Their job is to remove the flesh from her bones. They're stripping... Her flesh off of her... Like a chicken wing. Yeah, like her chicken wing. So they're clawing at her her tendons and her muscles and everything, Uh -uh. and they're kind of just ripping it off. You know, sometimes kind of like... Did they cook... This might be weird, but, like, it's hard to do that when it's raw. Like, raw meat. Okay, going back to the slide you read about being on ice. (laughs) That's why I keep saying that. superpower. You're superhuman if you're on ice. They're ripping off her flesh from her bone because Chan, the leader, says, y'all two, guy one, guy two, need to rip off her muscles and put them in these Ziploc bags and then put them in the freezer and then we'll figure out what to do with them later. Seems reasonable. They're in the bathtub ripping off her flesh and then when he's done with the... God. (laughs) When he's done with the saw... You know, obviously they take over the saw because obviously the head's popped off. He goes over to the kitchen and puts the head, obviously, where else? In a big pot, one of those Le Creuset pots that Nicole's got. and starts boiling the head. Boiling. Boiling? Boiling. The head in the pot takes a long time because they're basically waiting for all of her eyeballs and the flesh and the hair to come off in the pot. This is a 10-hour ordeal, so you get kind of hungry. Uh-uh. <laughs> they didn't eat any of the body, oh. but they did cook a bowl of noodles right beside the boiling <laughs> head, and they only got one wooden spoon in the apartment, Mm-mm, so they're using no. both to stir. 
stir the noodles. <laughs> Fans' muscles were stored in the refrigerator. And actually, there's a really good picture of that if you guys want to see it. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> well, too bad. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, describe what you're seeing there. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. That's all you need to know. It's just, oh. <laughs> this is. There's a refrigerator (laughs) of what you would think is perhaps beef, a cow. (laughs) There ain't no beef in there. But that is a human. That's a human in that fridge. (laughs) She's like looking away like, what the fuck? Uh, There's a fan. (laughs) Guys, I'm not looking at the screen. And I think like I can make like is that her bot like at the bottom shelf is that her bottom half? I don't know. Like is that her leg? Don't want to look. I'm trying to keep my dinner down. I (laughs) ate that at four thirty. Jen, you gotta look. It's part of your job. Jen, look. We're not going. I already looked at it. I saw it. We're not moving forward until you look at it for three seconds. Well, this is, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna put that on your screensaver. Your you, don't my, you don't know my password. Holy shit! All right, but they didn't do a very good job bagging that flesh. I'm telling you that right now. I see no Ziploc baggies here. It's a terrible job of sealing leftovers. All right. I mean, considering the fact that they were high out of their minds, it's not that bad. There is no container ship that I see. Police recovered fans' muscle tissue in the fridge like you're seeing right there. They also recovered her heart, lungs, liver, intestines from a plastic bag dumped on a canopy below the apartment. They just literally opened the door and just dumped out her body. I mean, this is the... Uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. This is the apartment right here. So... Like, they just literally opened the door and threw it out Ugh. off the balcony. Like, fucking people that are That's on... That's terrible. Like, no one deserves that. They kind of did it like they were, I don't know, like on ice or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. So the police recovered all the body parts on May 26, but they were missing one thing. You guys want to guess what that was? What? They couldn't find the head. Oh, Oh. The skull. Do you guys want to take a guess where it was? Well, it was in the pot. But then they took it out of the pot and they had put it somewhere. In the dog. In the dog? They don't have a dog. No, but they found a dog and gave it to a dog. Okay. On a stake in the house. Go to talkmore.com to see this. Remember when I said they entered the apartment and what was everywhere? Hello Hello, Kitty. Kitty. Oh my God, no. No, they did not put it in a Hello Kitty. You'll never look at Hello Kitty the same way again. This is the actual evidence photo before they took out the skull of the victim fan. It was sewn, like sewed, inside the head of a Hello Kitty mermaid doll. It was in the head area. I told you Hello Kitty was a human. This is it right here. Look at it. Oh my gosh, it's all bloody. Sewn in there was the actual skull. Now the skull, oh it was my. a skull. It was like, you know, the flesh had boiled off. But they had sewn it almost like to hide it. 
And they, they did That's that. That's weird. Com- thinking like how they disposed of the skull is so different from how they disposed of the rest of the body. Well, I mean, like you can. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. I don't know why they did that, but I mean, probably because they're on ice. But Jen, look at this. Mm-mm. This is the head of the uh, Hello Kitty. So the skull is in there. This is before they took it out. <sighs> so it's, it's in like, there right there. It's like bloody and gross. And they actually sewed it in there. Like some ritual, they sewed the skull inside of the head, almost like Hello Kitty has a brain. That makes me wonder, <laughs> like, crazy. that makes me wonder how many other skulls are in that apartment if they sewed things. In. If it's his stuff is full of Hello Kitty stuff, like, how many other skulls are in that apartment? That is why this story is called the Hello Kitty murder. Because you'll never look at Hello Kitty the same way. Well, I'm glad I was. <laughs> I'm glad I true. wasn't a fan before because that would have scarred me for Holy life. Wow. Shit. All right, so a jury of seven men because they do it right over there, Jen. They don't have twelve; they have seven, just like you said last time. Remember? Well, I was. I didn't necessarily say seven, but I said an odd number. So, what do you think they got? Well, number one, the thirteen-year-old gets. Pure immunity because she testified hmm. against all the others. I don't know how things work in China. This is our first Chinese story, but they may have argued that they didn't know what they were doing because they were on drugs. I'm going to say 30 years. So all three were arrested and they were tried. So technically, they weren't even home when she died. Remember, because they came back right. and she was already oh, dead. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she was But kind they of- tortured her. But that's a separate charge. But that didn't actually kill her. So you torture someone and then they but die four days they later. they tortured her to the point of death. Did they though? I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just saying that's what the, that's what the, I, mean, it, I don't know. Well, apparently in China, that's considered manslaughter, not murder. Okay. Oh no, Canada. I mean, China, <laughs> don't be like. <laughs> they also had really out-of-the-box thinking defense attorneys that argued that her death was actually caused by a drug overdose because when they found her body, there was remnants of ice, crystal meth, scattered on the floor, and it kind of looked like she was reaching for it. So they think she may have snorted it and drug overdosed. That's what the defense says. But here's the thing. The medical professionals and examiners, they couldn't actually tell you what the cause of death is because she's in the refrigerator and half of her is in the Hello Kitty doll. Mm. So, I mean, how the fuck, what do you mean do here? (laughs) So what did they end up getting? (laughs) So it actually helped them a lot by cutting up the body that they did. The defense attorney says, quote, if the experts could not find the cause of death, how could the jury? He also added, the issue here is, did the beatings cause the death or did the drugs cause the death? Now, keep in mind, they couldn't test her body for drugs anyway. Half of her's in the refrigerator. Right. (laughs) I mean, they can't test it for drugs. So they're just going off of, oh, yeah. She was dead when we got here type of shit. Yeah. Do you see where this is going? Yeah. It's not a good place. And they didn't get anything? No, they did get something. 
the jury accepted that they did not kill Fan with intent. So they weren't purposely trying to murder her. She did die as a result of the abuse, but they found them guilty of manslaughter rather than murder. Now, murder would have been a mandatory life imprisonment, but yet they got manslaughter. So basically, they were sentenced. Sentence here. They were Mm. sentenced in December two thousand for life in prison with twenty years before they can get out. So two thousand plus twenty. So they just got out. They're eligible for eligible parole parole right now. So that's how that works in China. Are they, uh, <laughs> has that decision been made yet or is that a- about to happen? Uh, they'll probably be out within the year. Wow. Unless they die of Corona. We so, um, hope. yeah, and go talk more.com. I got a lot of pictures and a lot of other stuff that I didn't Oof. get to on this one. But what do you guys think? Uh, Japan or China? Which China. ones? You think so? So uh, I'm trying to remember though what the post mortem was for Japan. Because I think the torture for the Japan story was worse. I can bring out the photos. No. No, no, no. I can't remember what, like, what they did to the body after she died. She, they didn't do anything. They just left so, her. So I think the torture was worse than the Japan story. Phys- yeah, yeah. I think the physical torture was worse. However, what they did to this body after she died was fucked. Can you imagine an American killer doing this shit? Well, I mean, that does happen. People no, do dismember like this, bodies. And... I mean, and then also... When I mean, they're doing... like cooking a head and noodles at the same time. Like, what Ugh. the fuck's wrong with these people? Uh-uh. Cooking bats and shit? Why don't you have more than one spoon? That is the notorious Hello Kitty murder. Here's one of the police officers carrying the doll. <sighs> Look at him. He's like crying. This was a very uh, emotional case for these guys. They've... It literally ruined the entire community. No one lives on that street anymore. It's a ghost town because of this. You guys understand that? No one, because over there, they believe in spirits and things. Rightfully and so. They don't want to fuck with that. No, you don't fuck with ghosts. <laughs> How many times have I said that? You don't fuck with ghosts. You know? And the girl. The girl's. Got full immunity. Full immunity. What, no do, one do even we know knows. What she's, did she like do anything of, of note or did she vanish? I mean, no one knows her name. Even the media doesn't know her name. Obviously, I showed you her photo, but I couldn't find her name anywhere. And this case isn't really covered extensively. And the problem with this case is finding reputable sources. And I want to say all the facts that I gave you tonight were sourced by reputable newspapers, including ABC and... South China Morning Post, which has been a paper for air forever, Newsweek, stuff like that. Everything I told you tonight is what happened. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use. If you like this story, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our Hello Kitty, go to talkmer.com slash join. Become a Talco Supremo, get a badass t-shirt, sticker swag, a lot of love. Shout it out all over the place. Tell me what story you want me to do. I research it, dedicated to you on Talk Mary Podcast. My name is Hello Kitty here with Jen and Nicole. Until next time. Mushy, mushy. Mushy.